What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Episode 32. You know the drill. Leave a review if you're enjoying it. Enjoy the episode. Laugh. Rejoice. Tell your friends. Visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision to support us. Hell. Let's get on with it. Episode 32. Good morning, good morning, it's great to stay up late, good morning, good morning to you and you and you and you, oh good afternoon, oh good evening, and welcome to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every week Thomas Marvolo Lorinson and Lucas Aragog Kirkby discuss a chapter of the Harold Potternio books. This week, we're on episode 32, we're on chapter 15 of the Chamber of Secrets, and it's my middle namesake, Aragog. Tom, how are you? I like that you picked Aragog for yourself, because I don't think there is a character more fitting to your personality than Aragog. Yeah, I've Uh, got hairy legs. uh, Massive hypocrite. (laughs) Legs. Blind. Blind. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I like to live in a forest mm. with my wife, Mozag. Mozag, shows your bum. <laughs> Go on. So, Tom, how's your week been? Good? Good, 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 good. Got me hands on a bike. Bling, bling. Lovely. Yeah, me, uh, me, me brother-in-law's father has donated me a bike. Oh, yeah. And I've got my hands on it and I've been, uh, been cycling about. And it got me thinking, Mr Kirkby. Yeah. Why do they make bike seats out of a material... As though they're trying to discourage you from ever riding a bike. Exactly. Why is he not made from a satin cushion? We need to know this. Now, Tom, I'm not interested in what colour it is. I'm not interested in the tread on the tyres. I'm not even interested in how many gears it's got. Mm. I'm interested in whether you've got a little basket at the front. No basket at the front. Oh. I've got a. Uh, I've got some saddlebags. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them when you walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I went for a cycle yesterday to uh, Didsbury. Um, it was all downhill. I was like, this cycling malarkey's easy. Oh yeah. Can you guess? Return journey. Return journey. All uphill. Oh, how all can they uphill. do that to you? Awful. Oh, for me, I cannot ride a bike. Um, is this true? This is absolutely true because when I was little, I used to ride with the stabilizers. Fair enough. Keep going. And the day I took the stabilizers off, I fell off my bike and I cracked my head open, and, oh. it, and I never got back on one. No and helmet. No helmet. And about a year ago, uh, Martina tried to teach me to ride a bike. And I tried for about half an hour, and I couldn't do it, and I ended up having a bit of a panic attack. Oh, really? Because I, I, I just couldn't breathe and uh, had to sit down because it was stressing me out. There is no shame in not being able to ride a bike. Thank you very much. Yeah. Because everyone gets, uh, everyone feels flustered at points, like for yourself, um, yeah. riding a bike. Mm-hmm. For me, I cannot stand when people are near me. Oh, 
was yeah. in Lidl the other day. Yeah. And this is some scally of a bloke. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're still in lockdown. Yeah. Two metres distance, please. Yeah. This bloke, I, he, I put my, um, my uh, conveyor belt, what do you call it? The, the separator. Oh, yeah, yeah. I put that conveyor belt separator yeah. two metres yeah. from my um, shopping. Yeah. So no one would, like, touch my shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, so that's the marker of two metres away yeah, from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This scally of a bloke picks it up and moves it right up to me. So mine and his shopping are oh, touching. Yeah. And then he's right next to me. And I'm looking at him through my mask like this. Yeah. Oh, that's frightening. Oh, your eyebrows like shuddered. <laughs> Not your eyebrows, your actual eyeballs. <laughs> oh, speaking and, uh, of... Yeah, yeah and uh, he stepped back a little bit. But nonetheless, hey, two things uh, really flustered me out. I hate people when they're too close to me. And I think I'm going to go out here and say it. I hate scallies. Oh, especially scallywags. Mm. I don't like them. I saw a bit of drama today. Drama, drama. It's like a llama. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw, I was driving, right? Yeah. Green light, right, at the traffic lights. Green means go. But there's a little old woman with a granddaughter cross, so crossing the road. Put your foot down. While it's green <laughs> for cars. So I'm, I just think, right, I'll just wait. I pay my road tax. I will mow you down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, the, I do the good thing. I think, right, it's a grandma with a little girl. I wait for them to cross and then I'll go. The mini to the left of me. An honourable man. You've heard it here first, listeners. Lucas Kirkby <laughs> will not murder people when he's legally allowed to do so. But carry on. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> the woman in the mini next to me, however, was very annoyed. Beep, right? beep. She's beeping her horn. She's going like this to this old woman. Get across the road. Get across the road. This little old woman turns round. Gives her the bloody V's. The V's. Out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it and it made my day. How old were we talking? I'm talking about 60, 70. And the woman who was angry then just pissed herself laughing. Did she? Yeah, this old woman just <laughs> giving her the two fingers. Women on women aggression. I love to see it. <laughs> now, for overseas listeners, yeah. putting up two fingers is not offensive. Yeah. One finger is really offensive I think universally. Well, thanks for demonstrating them both in my face. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's, fi- that's filled me heart with joy. <laughs> but here in the UK, two fingers is bad as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big some, F you. Some, I think some people... Two fingers is yeah. the original F you in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the one finger came over from the US. Yeah, definitely emigrated. Yeah. Or like there's the double one finger, which Eminem popularised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Two, for me, is not as bad as one. Two is like, uh, F off, whatever. One is a real F you. Yeah, what about this one? Remember that one? Oh, yeah, like slapping you, your wrist coming Don't know what that means. Spanish people do this one. Do they? <laughs> like uh, D-Generation X yeah. from the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bloody neck. Tell you what else I've been up to. Go on. Grouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, I'm paying me kitchen fitter hourly, which is a mistake. But, so I thought I'll save time and money by doing the grouting myself. Mm. He stuck the tiles on the wall. I'm filling in the gaps with grouts. All right. Very time consuming, but a bit therapeutic because you can just switch off and do it. How did you learn to do this, pal? I watched YouTube. I got a bit of advice from him. Yeah. And I went to it. The hardest part's mixing it because... 
you got to get the right consistency. It's got to be a bit like, a, yeah. more like a paste. Oh yeah. And then you've got to get it in the gaps. You just wipe. You just use a sponge and wipe it in. But you can't let it dry. You've got to leave it five minutes. Wipe the tiles, and then you you'll be all right then. Mm. Very exciting stuff. And finally, before we get into the rundown, what do you want from me? I need to ask our viewers a question, and hopefully you a question. Go on. If you can answer this question, mm-hmm. happy days. It'll Go be on. immediately remedied. But if the audience can, I'll have to wait three weeks to hear it, but it'll be good. Okay. What is this song? I heard it a few weeks ago, and I can't find it. And it goes like this. Hello. 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 Who's, Who's your lady, lady friend? Who's the little lady by your side? <laughs> it goes like this. In New York City. New York City, isn't it? Yeah, what song is it? Who sings it? New York City. Do you know it? No. Oh! I don't think there's such song. There is a song. I heard it on Smooth FM. If any listeners know the song and who sung it, Text mix, it's driving me bananas. Okay, let's go. New York City. Sounds like New York City, the song. But who sings it? What's going on with you? I've just told you. New York City, the song. Oh, but when you search New York City, you get either release your keys with Concrete Jungle, Wet Dream, Tomato, or you get... What's his name with the hats? Frank Sinatra. Listeners, consider me Ron Weasley, because my mouth is a gape. <laughs> now... Get ready to close that cake hole yeah. for a lovely chapter 15 rundown. Run them. All right. So Hagrid's gone, Dumbledore's gone, and the school is just not the same. Everybody's walking around scared. Even laughing doesn't sound right. And Harry and Ron decide to follow the spiders. They see them going off into the forest, and later that night, they get the invisibility cloak on, they go out to the forest, and they follow the spiders. Next minute, they hear a rumble, and it's the car, the flying car, hey! It's gone wild, but it's driving round in the mud, having fun. But next minute, they're kidnapped by some big, massive tarantulas, and they're taken into the lair of Aragog. He's an old spider, he's got... Milky eyes because he's blind and he's the monster that Hagrid kept in the school 50 years ago. But he says it wasn't me. The real monster is very scary and it's the one we spiders fear above everything else. And then he goes, ooh, uh, why don't you uh, just eat him? And and all the the spiders come to try and eat Harry and Ron. But they're saved by the flying car and they go back to the common room where Harry is pondering over what Aragog said, and he remembers that Aragog said that the girl died in a bathroom, and he thinks it might be Moaning Myrtle. That was chapter 15, Aragog! Whoa, listen to me moan. Whoa! (laughs) I think my most succinct rundown ever, potentially. You think so? I was trying my best to distract you. Yeah. Um, without saying or doing anything. Yeah. Can you tell what I was doing? You were doing a weird thing with your eyes. I was trying to seduce you. Yeah. <laughs> but, Tom, I've already been seduced by you. I'm under your spell. He's under my spell. Speaking of seduction. Oh, yeah. I was gazing at my last week's notes, and yeah. one of the last words I wrote uh, was Lucius. And I realised... Oh, I've never noticed this before. Lucius, yeah. as in Malfoy, the word sounds a lot like 
luscious. Oh, yeah. Which is the same as his beautiful blonde locks. Yes, he has got luscious locks. Like, I... I'd like to find someone, you mm-hmm. know, who could boldface tell me yeah. that they wouldn't like to run their fingers through his scalp. Oh, you'd love to. <laughs> it's only that he's evil. It, it reminds me of uh, Orlando Bloom's hair in mm. Lord of the Rings. Legolas. Mm. But is Lucius just the male version of Lucy? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first read... That this chapter was yeah. about a giant spider. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you the disgust that I felt within myself. Yeah. And I think, I would dare to say that 99% of our listeners would feel the same. Yeah. Do you know what I felt like doing? What? Destroying the book. Oh, I did, didn't, did I you? considered swatting it. Yeah. I was going to put it in the toilet. Yeah. I tried to strangle it at one point. Oh, why are you doing that? Because I hate spiders. Oh. I saw something really disgusting today. And if it's too disgusting, cut this out of the pod. It's not my upper thigh, is it? No, no. On the way <laughs> to the train station, <laughs> I saw on the floor yeah. a very used cotton bud that was covered in brown earwax. Oh, it was horrible! Both ends were horrible. Tom, you mentioned your thighs. Mm. We've not. It's been the elephant in the room, quite frankly. <laughs> but you are currently dressed right. in slippers, yeah, swimming shorts, <laughs> and a white shirt and tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that all about? I've noticed. The thing is, listeners, uh, Lucas Kirkby comes round my house to record this podcast. Yeah. A lot of the times, maybe sometimes after work, uh-huh. the man is always smart. We're talking pink shirts. Yeah, we're talking. Pink ties. <laughs> We're talking uh, cream trousers. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like he's going to Willy Wonka's funeral or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy looks dapper. Yeah. I'm thinking, he comes around here, I'm in my pyjamas, I'm naked, yep. I'm in a duvet, I'm, uh, you know, got a duvet around me. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I'm inside the duvet with the buttons buttoned up to my neck. Yes. And I look like carpet. From uh, Aladdin. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not that professional, so I thought I'd give you a taste of what it's like for me. You know? This is lovely. I love that you've only gone halfway with the shorts. What do you mean? Well, shorts <laughs> aren't very smart, are they? You're kidding me. Yeah. When, it, when have you ever gone to a job interview and anybody's been wearing shorts? Um, P teacher. All right, fair enough. Lifeguard. Mm. Um, short model. Leg model. Um... Nonce. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but can I say, you look very dapper. I can help you. Yes, I'm here for the uh, the job interview. Oh, which position is it you applied for? Nonce. Nonce. Ah. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> can we see your computer? You're hired. Have you got a... Uh, P- what, have you got a um, C- CBS check? Definitely not. Hmm? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> now, it isn't Hogwarts... Without Hagrid, they say. It's not Hogwarts without you, Hagrid. Mm. Yeah. And uh, do you agree? I don't. No, I think, yeah, the, the Hogwarts has existed for hundreds of years. Yeah. Hagrid has existed for 64 years. Yeah. 
It's no Hogwarts without Hagrid. I agree that without Dumbledore, it's not the same. I feel like Dumbledore has more of a... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Without Dumbledore, you know, the kids are always walking round. Dumbledore's in the corridors talking to them. <laughs> you know, he's teaching uh, arithmetic. You know, Dumbledore's out and about. He's always available. Come into my office. I'm always here to chat. What are you talking about? Well, I'm saying... He man. might as well not be there. No, he might come as well, on. He might as well do the opening ceremony, you know, the the uh, the uh, sing the Hogwarts song, and then um, and then he might as well get the train back to London or Edinburgh, wherever he lives. Right, come on. Dumbledore is there saying flim-flam at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's setting fireworks off during an emergency. And then right at the end of the year, he's messing up the point system. He's messing up the points. He's there watching some of the Quidditch games. He's sneaking up on children. I think... Well, but Harry just thinks Listen, about Hagrid. because he's man is yeah. as corrupt as a Spanish policeman. <laughs> Excuse me! <laughs> Can I just say we have nothing against La Policia? <laughs> but other kids won't be that bothered that Hagrid's gone. I don't think the other kids really ever see him or anything. He's just like no. walking around doing things. Yeah, that man growing his giant pumpkins. Yeah, whereas Dumbledore is more of a presence and I think the school would feel different under a new head. Mm, but it's McGonagall. She's the what? She's the face of the school anyway. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Well, but if you fancy Dumbledore and you say it's not the same without him, you stick by that. I will. No. I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm going to say that Dumbledore is a big part of Hogwarts. There's a line at the beginning of this chapter. Yeah says, summer was creeping over the grounds of the castle. Mm. Bit of foreshadowing that, isn't it? Creeping. Oh, oh yeah. Creepy crawly. A creepy spider. Yeah. Eight-legged freak. Freak. Ugly. Stinky. Smelly. Horrible. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like spiders? Um, can you tell? Yeah. Right. Are you scared of them or do you just find them a bit icky? I think it is natural for yeah. any human being to dislike spiders. Do you like spiders? I don't like them, no. Yeah. I think it's the legs, isn't it? It's the way they move around. Are you scared of them? Um, not really. If, if there was one in the corner of the room, I don't really mind about that. Mind. Let me ask you a question. If you were asleep at night, right? Yeah. And you woke up 3am, yeah? Yeah. Which hour? Yeah. Right? You woke up, your mouth shut open yeah. and... Floods of spiders started streaming out of your mouth. Would you find that scary? I'd find anything streaming out of my mouth scary. People always say this, oh, you know, it's said that you swallow eight spiders a, a, a year in your sleep. Oh, well, I'd be more scared if I swallowed eight deer. Do you know what I mean? I think the idea of things flooding out of your mouth, that'd be horrible if it was anything. Butterf- butterflies. Moths. Oh, oh! For me, moths. Worse than butterflies. They're so horrid. No, everyone feels that way. Oh, yeah, sorry. Worse than spiders. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to tell you that moths are worse than butterflies. That's just how I feel, listeners. It's me. Look, let me tell you my controversial opinion, right? I think racists worse than angels. Yeah? You would say that. I know know it's a controversial opinion, but I'm going to say it. Moths for me are horrendous. If I know a moth's in a room, it's the way they flap about. They're horrible. Yeah, it's... A butterfly is graceful. Yeah. A moth 
it's like, you know, it's got something wrong with it. It's like, settle, beast. Oh, it's just like some fat maniac going shopping, going from one thing to the other. It's like when you're shopping and someone's too close to you. Yeah. You're like looking at, hey, I'm just going to get some fruit and vegetables. And there's a bloke like... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ne- next to you, it's like, oh, you've given me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, my... Be, be still, moths. Be still. Yeah. And also, they're just obsessed with light, which is weird. You're just attracted to light. Me, I get very hot mm. in the summer. And, well, I get hot anyway. In the summer, I'm hot. And I've got the thing of, do I open the window? Mm. But there's danger of moths. Moths will come in if I open Them the window. Them coming in. Fans. Fans are an option. You yeah. got a fan? Yes. You got a big one? Uh, no. I'd say, I'd argue this is going to be a hot summer. Yeah. You're going to want to get a big fan for your room. Yeah. And you're going to want to do it quick. Yeah. Because they're going to sell out. Yeah. Happened. There was a heat wave at one point. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Couldn't yeah. get a fan. No. Guess how many shops I went to? Yeah, come on. Ten. Can what I a tell waste you, of time. Can I tell you how much of an idiot I am? Go on. You're talking to me now, and you're telling me to buy a fan <laughs> to keep myself cold, aren't you? Mm. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. In my head, I'm thinking... You're asking me to buy a fan to put in the window to blow away the, the moths. <laughs> that was my mindset up until about two seconds ago. <laughs> get a big one to blow them away. <laughs> I thought you meant get a fan. If you're going to open the window, get put the fan on the window and blow away any moths that might be coming in. Is that what you were saying to me, That's Tom? That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I've got an air conditioner unit, which is lovely, which will do the job. Very nice. Someone's doing well. (laughs) (laughs) It was a present. It blows cold, but also, you know those blue, like, uh, cuboid ice things you get in the freezer? Oh, yeah. Ice cubes. No, no, like the blue things you put in your back lunch. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah. You can cuboid ice <laughs> There's a drawer that, and you put water in it, and the ice things, and it makes it even colder. Mm. Lovely, it is. Absolutely lovely. Mm. Hagrid is in prison. Yeah. Hermione is in hospital. Mm. Dumbledore is gone. They're all gone, aren't they? It's weird. It's only really Harry and Ron left from the team of people who they go to or talk to. What I'm trying to say is I'm not sure I'd want to be at Hogwarts anymore. Yeah. Because all the good ones have gone. Yes. This is like being at a party. Imagine you're at a party. It's a good laugh, good chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all the good ones start leaving and you look around and you're like, oh, oh, this is the Angon crew. I'm getting out of here. If I was Harry and Ron, I'd pack me bags and I'd go, do you know what, guys? I'm ending on a high. Yeah. I don't see this year getting any better from here. <laughs> and like, so uh, I still yeah. have Easter, baby. It gets like that. You know, it's when you work somewhere for a while and then somebody leaves who you get on with or someone that you really like. And then it's just not the same, the work no. afterwards. And then over the years, people leave and new people arrive. And, you know, it's a bit odd. Yeah, completely true. Yeah. How long have you worked at your place now? Three years or something? Three years. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I've been at mine five, and then you, you think yeah, people... I've been there four, I don't know. Oh, bloody knows. But I remember going to the cafe. I worked in a cafe for three years in the holidays, and since I stopped working, I used to come back when I was in Wales, like, oh, I'll pop in the cafe. But every time I went, less and less people I knew would work there, until one day I went there, and I didn't know anybody. And I thought, I'm just coming in for a drink. 
And I'm not catching up with anybody. Well, the drink's nice. No. I used to work in a cafe, <laughs> and I always wanted to go there. Cause I was, yeah. The cafe was good quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good food, mm-hmm. good cakes. I always wanted to go back after I left. Yeah. But I didn't want to go back because I didn't like anyone who worked there. No. But I was constantly like, I'd love to get back in that cafe. Yeah. And just go there as a customer because I never went as a customer. Yeah. I was only there as a member of staff and I was like, this stuff is great. Oh. And the prices. Oh, Oh, lovely. And that used to be the perk of being there. Every lunch, they'd make me a little ham and cheese panini with chips and it'd be lovely. Free food. Ham and cheese panini with chips. Oh, listeners... I bet your mouths are salivating. Send a picture of your salivating mouth <laughs> and we'll share it on the Instagram. We will share your dripping mouth on Instagram. Hagrid's um, instructions as he was dragged away to prison, kicking and screaming, were follow the spiders. Yeah. Nah. Spiders are scary. You know, that's like saying to me, hey, 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 follow the carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> hey, follow the nonces. <laughs> They seem to be, you know, they, oh, they're following the spiders. Yeah, we need to follow the spiders. Mm. They're not doing the other thing he said, which is feed Fang. Feed me dog. Look after them. <laughs> I was half expecting them to go to Hagrid's shack and find Fang dead. A bag of bones. <laughs> a bag of dog bones. I hope they are feeding him. They gave him a bit of toffee, didn't they? Yeah, oh, that's true. And it glued his mouth shut, thankfully. Thank goodness, because he didn't want him barking when there's danger. He's like, Hagrid, actually... The author of this book, J.K. Rowling, is guilty of something that I am, and it's peddling the same joke a hundred times, even though it's not funny. Oh, about the treacle tart being... Yeah, the, tre- really? the treacle um, being so... Like, Hagrid's mm. cooking, or yeah. Hagrid's treacle being so yeah. hot, stick, you can't chew it in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your teeth. Yeah. yeah. It's doing it to the kids, it's doing it to the dog. Yeah. Everyone is constantly popping up this, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we heard. We heard the first time. <laughs> But it's one of those things, I think, when you get it, it's almost like an in-joke and it makes you feel part of the world where later on she doesn't have to stay the, say the sticky. Mm. Well, he eats it, it shuts Fang up and you go, that's because yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, Ten yeah. chapters ago they were sticky, weren't they? The treacle tarts, I've remembered. <laughs> and now I'm satisfied because I remembered and I know what they're talking about. <laughs> Somebody new coming in reading the chapter, they'll go, why did a treacle tart stick Fang's jaws together? That, a treacle tart wouldn't do that. <laughs> you wouldn't know this, but Hagrid's treacle tarts are bloody sticky. <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> you had to be there in chapter seven. Mm. <laughs> it's not the same without Hagrid, is it? Dumbledore. I miss him already. You're missing him? Yeah, and Dumbledore. It's like the office when Michael Scott left. Not the same. How about when Will Ferrell was in it for three episodes? Awful. Loved it. Did you? I absolutely loved oh, it. Oh, I didn't like his character in that. I did. I like Will Ferrell in anything. I like Will Ferrell, but not in anything. Mm. This is where me and you differ. That's the main way that me and you differ. <laughs> I every, like him in Elf. Every, everything else, me and you are exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, me, I'm laughing at Elf. Maybe Blades of Glory. <laughs> I can't remember any of the films he's been in. Mm. Step Brothers. Mm. Yeah. Not you. You're laughing at everything. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. Now, Dumbledore, he's been suspended. And I think he secretly loves being suspended. Oh, right? time off. Because he goes, I get to leave and do even less work than I already do on full pay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, do you mean I don't have to sign all this paperwork? 
He's gone on holiday, hasn't he? Yeah. He's like Merlin at the end of Sword in the Stone, flying off to Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> in his shorts and his Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. That is 100% him. <laughs> yeah. He's there, kicking off his shoes, going skinny dipping in the beach, mm. living the bloody dream. The kids are strutting round, mm. right? Draco yeah. Malfoy is slagging Dumbledore off. He's like, yeah. good. You know, mm. Glad he's gone. What a terrible head teacher. Yeah. But is he wrong? No. Is he wrong at all? Like, I feel like Dumbledore is a bit like, as a head teacher, yeah. the same way that Mrs. Doubtfire is a father. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dress is funny. Yeah? Yeah. He gets all the kids excited and he makes some funny noises. Yeah. But, du- double books restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> Two meetings, has to get changed in the bathroom. But, like, yeah, you're a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah. Are you actually doing any other work that you're making yeah. the other teachers do? Look. No, you're not. Dumbledore, you are supposed to be teaching these kids when actually you are just setting your own breasts on fire. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Another thing Malfoy's right about, he goes, I don't know why the mudbloods haven't packed their bags and gone home. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't. <laughs> we know that this creature is attacking half-bloods. If I was the school... First of all, it should be shut down. Just move. But move. S- yeah. But a second thing is like, right, anybody who is not pure blood, for your own safety, go home because we've had six attacks. There is no reason why they can't just go rent an empty castle in the UK and start, to- <laughs> and start teaching there. Look, if I'm a celebrity can do it, mm. you know, this year they couldn't go to Australia. So they went to the castle in Abigail. Why don't Dumbledore do that? Why don't Dumbledore do that? <laughs> Why don't Dumbledore <laughs> do that? <laughs> Why don't Dumbledore do that? Look, guys, <laughs> we want to know. Hashtag, why don't Dumbledore do that? You let us know, please. <laughs> now, do you know Mrs. Doubtfire was directed by the same director as Harry Potter 1 and 2? Christopher Columbus. Yes, sir. What a fact. It's very cruel of Draco Malfoy to wish death upon Hermione Granger. Yes. Yeah. However, Mm. maybe this is just his way of coping. Mm. Gallows humour. He's feeling so sad. He's like, you know, he's just trying to bring light to it. That's his only way, you know, of getting through the days at Hogwarts. (laughs) Exactly. Another fun fact. Another connection between Harry Potter and Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire and Professor McGonagall, played by the same actress. No. What? Robin, Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, Robin Williams plays Professor McGonagall. <laughs> you, you daft bastard. Good morning, Hogwarts! <laughs> now back to the forest. Oh, yeah. Just like last year, the answers are always in the forest. Yeah. Mm. I want to say something as well. I'll let you. Malfoy, <laughs> in potions, he starts buttering Snape up, doesn't he? Oh. He goes, like oh. He's like he's wanting to eat him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have my, I have my butter on rye. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's buttering be. Snape up on both sides. He says, oh, Professor Snape, you should apply. He's buttering his buns, is he's what you're trying to say. Snape's buns. <laughs> he says, you should apply for the headmaster's job. You'd be fantastic. And it's written as if Snape is like, got plans for that or is being evil. It's, oh, Snape couldn't help but suppress a grin. 
But actually, Snape's very professional in his response. Mm. He gives a very good response of, you know, Dumbledore's only away temporarily. And I'm sure he'll be back soon. That git wants his job. And he's guilty of, of smiling at a compliment. You'd make an excellent headmaster. See him grin after hearing that. Yeah. When he, when he heard that, he should have smacked himself in the face like Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Thomas was vomiting into his cauldron because Snape accepted that lovely compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, can I just say? Yeah. Has had a very bad year. Yes. Man's been set up to fail. Yeah. Still got a broken wand. Yeah. Right? He's got a bad reputation after flying that car in. Yeah. Um, his friend's petrified. Yeah. He was been vomiting slugs at points. Yeah. He's tried to get in countless, like, um, fights with people. Like, man is drowning in his own negativity. Yes. Right? Terrible year on the boy. Yeah, really bad. It would be his own Anus Horribilis. You know, do you remember the Queen had that? Yeah. In, I don't know, it was the 1990s, I think, uh, Diana died and somebody else died, the Queen, I don't know, not the Queen Mother, but somebody. Mm. And it was her Anus Horribilis. Okay, horrible year. Yeah, but it's one letter away. Anus, being a, yeah. horrible anus, yeah. yeah. being a horrible anus, yeah. Mm, good joke, though. You're, you're a professional comedian. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> How is Ron Weasley ever expected to do well? Yeah. When, like, oh, I'm not going to be surprised if all Ron's, like, results at the end of the year are poor. Yeah. You know, passes, fine. Yeah. But he hasn't got a wand. It's just been an awful year for him. Yeah, let's give him some slack, because we've been very critical of Ron. Especially, you know, he's been saying a lot of worrying things, a lot of violent imagery. And his violence might be down to feeling helpless, because he doesn't have a wand. Yeah. Everyone around him's got a functioning wand, yeah. and he can't do anything with his. Ron needs... Impotent. Impotent. <laughs> very, very impotent. He's a VIP. A very impotent person. He needs... <laughs> Sessions with a school counsellor, I think. Mm. He's got issues about... He's got inferiority issues about his siblings not being as good as them. Mm. He's got a bad wand. He's got issues with his parents being angry at him. I think he just needs some emotional support. Definitely. And he's not the only one. No. He's not the only Weasley. Ginny Weasley, right? This is her first year at Hogwarts. And I don't think they've given her a single line since they've been at school. No. You can't just say she's shy. No. That is not good enough. No. I don't think many women get much dialogue in these books. No, no. Certainly not in the first two books. But especially especially Ginny, she's got nothing to say. Percy's gobbing out like that. Percy's chatting all the time. Fred and George are coming out with their bullshit. Let Ginny (laughs) say something. Come on, Ginny! Yeah, it's not passing the uh, Bechdel test, is it, this book? And I know she's meant to be wrapped up in Tom Riddle's diary. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But you can still say hello. Look, you can still fly under the radar and have a conversation at the same time. Mm. You know, something... Yeah, I think it's the fact that she hasn't had a single line, we don't think. Because what are these like letters to mum and dad to, from Ron going to sound like? Or even Percy. Oh, how's Hogwarts, Percy? Well, thank you. Ginny settling in all right? Oh, absolutely. She's not uttered a single syllable all year. <laughs> ah... Do you not think that's mad, Percy? No, no, it's nice. (laughs) 
I have not let her get a word in edgeways since September, <laughs> and I am all the happier for it. She must be wrapped up in a great big group of friends, is she? Nope. Uh, doing well in her subjects? Nope. <laughs> sure she's alive? She's definitely alive, because <laughs> she's wrapped up in an evil plot to kill students. I bet she looks cheery. Nope. <laughs> She looks pale, as if the life is draining out of her. And, uh, yeah. Yeah? Do you want to come and pick her up? No, nope. you're going on holiday, aren't you? You're going on holiday to Romania or Egypt. <laughs> we all have a role to play. It's like Inspector Calls. Mm. Everybody has a role to play in Ginny's demise. Ask her how her day is, then you'll get an answer. Mm. Nobody asks her anything. They just wind her up. Dressed as monsters, scaring her, being a twat to her. Mutilating themselves, scaring her. Yeah. Something's wrong with them Weasley kids. Yeah. Summer ain't right. Now, so they're going to go off into the Forbidden Forest. Oh, yeah. Harry grabs his invisibility cloak, yeah? Yeah. They rush off to Hagrid's cabin, right, to get Fang. Oh, yeah. They leave the invisibility cloak on Hagrid's table. Yes. Yeah? Fools. Harry goes... We won't be needing that in the forest. Because as we all know, Harry Potter is the apex predator. <laughs> no one is going to be like attempting yeah. to like hurt Harry Potter. Because yeah. it's impossible. I mean, there's other ones. There's uh, T-Rex. Yeah. No one's coming after T-Rex. We've no. got a killer whale. Yeah. Harry Potter. I am looking forward. I don't know if you've heard about it. It was announced earlier in the year. An amazing crossover Wizarding World movie. And I'm so excited to see it once the cinema's reopened. Go on. Alien versus Potter. <laughs> I can't wait to see Harry go up against that alien thing. Mm. Be- before that, though, they go to uh, they go to Herbology, don't they? Herbology. They start off at potions. Mm-hmm. Snape escorts them to Herbology. Yeah. He's an escort. He's an escort. <laughs> He's a male escort. Uh, hey, Snape, can we do it crocodile style? I mean, it'll be a bit more, but sure. <laughs> but then, they go to Herbology, and then I'm assuming, oh, and then Sprout will take them to the next lesson. Yeah, yeah. Like a relay race. But Snape comes back and takes them from Herbology to Defence Against the Dark Arts. Yeah. Why Snape agreed to do that? He's not just taking his own classes. He's taking everybody around the bloody school. Mm. I didn't get that. What do you think about that, Tom Lawrenson? Head of you? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and Ernie, Ernie McMillan gives Harry... Ernie, Ernie. He drove the fastest milk cart in the West. Do you know that song? Nope. You could hear the hoofbeats pound as they race across the ground and the clatter of hooves as the wheels turn round and round. And it's about a milkman who has a... He's like a cowboy milkman and it's a famous song and he has a fight with two-ton Ted from Teddington who drove the baker's van. And they're, they're all after one woman and they have oh, like a yeah. jewel and he throws oh, a yoghurt yeah. and kills him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boring, isn't it? It's very boring. <laughs> if you want to listen to it, it's, Ernie, it's by Benny Hill. Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West. Benny Hill. But yeah, Ernie McMillan apologises to Harry Potter. Well, and he goes, Harry, I'm so sorry for accusing you of being the heir of Slytherin. Yeah. I now realise you'd never attack your own friend. I'm so sorry. Mm. I was so bad to just assume it was you. Yeah. Two seconds later... But it was Draco, though. 
That's, that's my new suspicion. You don't know anything, dear. You and him as thick as thieves. You must know something. You're always butting heads. Have you got the inside skinny on Draco Malfoy? What do you know? Is that Reese's Skeeter? I don't know. No, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was either Rita Skeeter or the uh, the Catherine Tate character. Me, dear, who, dear, no, dear, you, oh, dear. Oh, no, no. <laughs> How very dare you. Um, the car. They bump into the car. Oh, yeah. Um, Ron is walking open-mouthed towards the car. Man man looks like a sex doll. Yeah. <laughs> He's always like... Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> what an image. <laughs> I thought my uh, used cotton buds would be the worst image we had today. Or potentially you in shorts. But no, it's the sex doll, complete with sound effects. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving us that. <laughs> <laughs> right, they're, they're, they're storming through the forest, right? Yeah. And they get the chase and the spiders. Go left. Yeah. <laughs> Go right. <laughs> Found a car. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly they are carried off by spiders. Yeah. Now, to me, that is nightmare fuel. That would be my living hell. If I had a cyanide pill under my tooth, yeah. I would flick open the tooth and swallow it because I wouldn't want to be alive anymore. I wanted to ask you... What is the worst thing that could carry you off? Oh, Greg Wallace. <laughs> With his six-pack. Yeah, from MasterChef. <laughs> something about him. He seems nice and cheery, but there's something very odd about Greg Wallace. He seems a bit like, um, bug-like, isn't he? Yeah, he's very sinister. He's got a funny head mm. on a big body, and yet he's a chef. It just doesn't add up to me. A lot of chefs are quite bug-like, aren't they? Yeah. Greg Wallace. Mary would, Berry. He's, he's like, he's got, what do you call it when, um, an exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah. Invertebrate. What's, what's where the skeleton is like, you know, your, your body parts? Oh, uh, uh, crustacean? No, I don't know. See, no. that's Greg Wallace. Yeah, then Mary you've got, Berry. Then you've got Ramsay. Yeah. And that's like, you know, he's a very leathery little creature, isn't he? Yeah. And then... Uh, Rosemary Schrager is a ladybird to then, me. What's he got? What, Pucker. What's Pucker called? Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver, yeah. <laughs> why, why is he called Pucker? He always says Pucker. Why? It's, it's like it, oh, right. his word for good. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Oliver. Well, with his wet lips. Oh, chefs are bugs. Chefs are bugs. Some chefs you'll see outside the back of a restaurant or even up front of a restaurant in all white, you know, yeah. uh, smoking. And you think, oh, I want to go in there. <laughs> Oh, it's horrendous, isn't it? <laughs> to see a chef in in their outfit smoking is a, is awful. Yeah, you're touching that food with your hands here. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait to get it in my gob. Tell you what, can you just put your fingers in my gob? Let's, go, let's cut to the chase. Oh, I'd rather see a chef wiping his bum with a bare hand than smoking. Oh, really puts me off. Now, carried off by spiders. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Do, you know, uh, do you know what's scaring me about this? Go on. The clicking. Oh, that's the bit. Oh, because you might get excited thinking it's a dolphin, but it's a horrible spider with their pincers. Oh, oh my God. Listeners, don't turn off. Don't turn. They drag him to Aragog. Oh, yeah. Aragog, Aragog. What do you mean Aragog? Do you not mean dad? That's your dad. Yeah. You don't don't run home going, Derek, Derek, dear. Sometimes. You get slapped around the ear roll, wouldn't you? Very rude to call him Aragog, Aragog. <laughs> yeah. Daddy! If I went home... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that analogy. 
They include a bit. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> I suppose it wouldn't be as threatening, that would it? No, no. That's daddy, it. daddy. I think more sinister, though. Daddy, we've got somebody for you, daddy. Jesus Christ, how inept are <laughs> these um, spiders yeah. that they can't make a decision on their own? How... How mental is Aragog that they yeah. can't make the executive decision to just kill these people on the spot? Yeah. They have to drag everything they have to drag to Aragog. Well, they drag them to Aragog and they say, Daddy, uh, we've got some men here. And then he goes, is it Hagrid? <laughs> yeah. We'd have said if it was bloody Hagrid. We've got, we've got a couple of men here. Is it Hagrid? Is Hagrid a couple of men? <laughs> <laughs> Hagrid's been coming here for 50 years. Right, I'm not, you know, it's like your nana comes round to visit, you shout up the stairs, some old woman's come round. (laughs) Is it nana? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's nana. You just say, just say it's nana. There's a a couple of men here. Mm, Maybe my theory is right. Hagrid is two men in one big jacket. (laughs) Your husband comes home. There's two teenage lads upstairs. (laughs) Who are they? Our children. All right. What? Why are you saying that then? <laughs> <laughs> Two men are here to see you. Just say it's, it's obviously not Hagrid. There's an old woman here. <laughs> <laughs> is it Grandma? No. There's an old woman. Here. Who is it? It's Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind talking about me like that? <laughs> Aragog is blind. Yeah. We know that about him. He thinks everyone's Hagrid. Man is blind. <laughs> Little dog here to see you. Is he Hagrid? Hmm. He's not just blind, he's demented. What's up with him? Hagrid has never sent men into our hollow before. <laughs> he starts describing the relationship yeah. he had with Hagrid. Yeah? yeah. I'm not the monster. I was brought here by a traveller. Oh, yeah. Hagrid raised me, feeding me scraps from the table. Right? Hogwarts has plenty of food, an abundance of yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Enough to feed Hagrid. Yeah. What is happening to these portions that he's sneaking from the table to his room on the way there? Hagrid's having some chomps. Yeah. He's like, were you not satisfied at the table, Hagrid, yeah. that you're having to feed a spider scraps? <laughs> Here you go, Aragog. It's Christmas lunch. It's just... A couple of roasties and a cracker and half a bit of broccoli. What about the hundred roast turkeys that are being cooked? Uh, One, two, add a few, ninety-nine hundred. I'll I'll go down again and get something, don't worry. Five minutes later. Here we go! The bone. Hagrid, please move me to nearer the Great Hall. You can't be trusted taking food this far to the dungeons. Nielsen goes, Hagrid is this. He's come doing Dumbledore. Hagrid <laughs> is the sweetest soul ever known. He fed me, he brought me a wife. What? <laughs> you know, Hagrid is such a sweetie. He arranged me a marriage, <laughs> <laughs> he set up a dowry. Uh, the, the, you know, her family were very happy with that. What a sweet soul that he brought me a wife so we could breed man eating spiders at <clears throat> <laughs> 100 feet from a children's school. <laughs> Is he mental, Hagrid? 
And Aragog is described as the size of a small elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say he's the size of an elephant. <laughs> I think small ruins it. Yeah. He's supposed to be big. When describing a big creature, why say small? Because an elephant could fit in this room. Couldn't 100%. It? And it wouldn't be crazy to think that Aragog stood up could be touching the ceiling. Yeah. And listeners, this is a high seat. This big, big, high, tall room. This is a tall room. Hey, we're in Hogwarts. Anything can happen. Magic, ghosts, things turning into other things. You can actually turn into other people, but... A spider as big as an elephant. Mm. <laughs> People won't believe that. I'll have to write small elephant to be a bit more believable. <laughs> when you write small elephant, do you mean like a baby elephant? No. 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 I, mean, I mean a smaller elephant. Yeah. Thing is, though, JK, um, when I picture an elephant, I'm always picturing one size. You know, I'm not think- yeah. like thinking of dogs and how they differ in sizes a bit. I'm just thinking elephant is elephant. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to have to imagine an elephant and then resize it in my brain. Yeah. Give me an animal it is the size of, like a, I don't know, a cow. A really big hippo. <laughs> <laughs> Give um, me the actual size. Uh, did did you kill, Did you were you killing people, Aragog? I never killed anyone! We I, believe you. I only order attacks on people. <laughs> you, Aragog, are the biggest... Hypocrite. Yeah. Like no, no, he's an acromantula. <laughs> he's not a hypocrite. Very good. Thank you. Um, man's a hypocrite because yeah, it is in my nature to kill, but because of Hagrid, yeah. I would never. However, I would breed hundreds of other spiders in this forest and tell them to eat children. Yeah. That is what I would do, but I would never hurt anyone. You can't get me in trouble for for having people murdered. It wasn't me who pulled the trigger. I only arranged the murder. Yeah. It's very odd that he, he says that. Yeah, he says, I would never kill anyone out of respect for Hagrid. But but my sons and daughters, they have no respect for Hagrid. <laughs> it's just very odd, I think. Mm. <clears throat> but um, I think as well... Go on, talk, boy, talk. He goes, at the beginning, he goes, Is it Hagrid? And they go, no, no, no. Uh, and he goes, kill them then. And they go, oh, we're, we're friends of Hagrid's. Ooh. They could be making that up. No, but they say Hagrid's in trouble. Yeah. So he's got such a huge amount of respect for Hagrid, yeah. yet he doesn't want to aid the two boys who yeah. could save him from Azkaban. Yeah. What? It's just odd. Weird. Like, I'll tell you some secrets... But then I'm gonna have my kids eat you, like, <laughs> and Hagrid can rot in jail. I uh, yeah, and then so he decides, and also, right, the logic of Aragog insane. He's got these rules that he mm. barely follows himself. Yeah. So he goes, oh yes, the creature inside the that lives in the castle that he won't speak its name. He was aware that it was there, and that's why he escaped the castle. Yeah. Hagrid has begged him many times to tell him its name, but he wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. How does he know its name? Yeah. You came to this country from being an egg. Yeah. You were raised by Hagrid. Isolated. I'm assuming Hagrid taught you English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... And then where have you, who have you been chatting to where you've found out about a basilisk? Is it just like, you know, in the same way it instinctively knows how to uh, make a web? 
Yeah. Uh, it knows the name of a basilisk. Yeah. Or like, does does a spider, you know, on the other side of the word, world know about a basilisk? It is odd, isn't it? Because it, not only was he brought in an egg, but he was kept in a box. Yeah. Completely isolated, only given bits of food. In a cupboard, yeah. Really strange how he would know anything about a basilisk mm. unless he'd seen it. Or has he been chatting to other people in the forest? Since. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. He's gone in there. Yeah. But according to the forest, um, all, all of the spiders are his colony that him mm. and his wife have started. Yeah. So, but then he says, oh, the creature we spiders fear the most. These are all your family. You've unless it's from Mayor Morag or whatever her name is, Mozag. Yeah. She's the only other outside influence. But where did Hagrid get her? Yeah. Who knows? Imagine that at first date, you know, what what are your hobbies? What do we fear the most? Tell tell me about us, our species, what what we're we scared of. Don't bond on first meeting someone with negativity. Yeah. You're gonna turn someone off. Yeah. You start a new job. I think I've said this before. <laughs> <laughs> going in don't talk to her she's a bitch you're not going to come off well you are not so Aragog decides to sick his children on those two children yes yeah? and uh, she's okay and um, the the car appears again the Ford Anglia they yeah. jump in Harry goes grab Fang and uh, Ron grabs Fang I can't Harry's Ron's like thirteen. Can he pick up a this dog? <laughs> Wait, is it a bloodhound? What is it? He's a boarhound. Yeah. Is that I, like a bloodhound? I think it's big. Is it yeah. a boar? Is it a boarhound in the film, or is that a bloodhound in the film? I don't know. I love that they pick him up though, because I, I think ninety nine percent of people would just run off, and they think forget the dog, but. I, I like that they've put Fang in the car. That's so. That's awful. That like. So imagine Hagrid comes back to Hogwarts and he goes. Ah, like he goes into the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. All right, Aragog, you haven't seen Fang, have you? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we ate him. Well, that was mean. After I gave you a life and a wife and a knife. Hagrid, (laughs) your words to us as you left were make sure you feed Fang. And we did. To Aragog. We fed Fang to Aragog. (laughs) We were following your instructions. They, they zoom back, they zoom out of the forest. Oh, yeah. Right? Into Hagrid's hut. Now, the author, J.K. Rowling, gets to have her cake and eat it too. Yeah. Because she's written a mad scene as though it's necessary for the story. Mm. Right? Mm. Because all they found out is that Hagrid didn't open the chamber seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all they found out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could have got it from Hagrid's mouth himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then the eating the, eating the cake too. Ron says she gets to write in Ron's from Ron's mouth. Yeah, uh, what was the point is sending us in there? What have we found out? <laughs> so there's, there's been a silly little scene with the yeah, yeah. forest and come out and found out nothing. It almost feels like the Norbert chapter from uh, book one, mm, the chapter yeah. that don't matter that couldn't have been yeah, there exactly. But they find out one thing, don't they? That which it, chapter is this? 15. Do you reckon that's the exact same chapter? Something like that. I remember it being chapter 14, weirdly. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. But very interesting. I want to ask you a question about the car. Right. They found, this car's been missing. It's caused so much trouble for Mr. Weasley. And they found it again. They found the car. Mm-mm-mm. 
And then it goes back off into the forest at the end. It drops them off at Hagrid's hut and then goes back in. Imagine that conversation with Mr Weasley. Oh, and I've still not got my car. Hey, Mr Weasley. We found the car. We found the car? Yeah, we found the car. It was in the forest for months and months, but we found the car. Oh, happy days. Where is she? We let her back out into the wild. It's what she would have wanted, Mr Weasley. That's my car. She's taken to it like Mowgli from Jungle Book. She wants to be with her own kind. Mm. Trees. Now... They go back up to their dormitories. Yeah. And Ron can't sleep. He's sat on the end of his bed thinking about everything that Aragog said. Harry is, yeah. Harry is. What's yeah. Ron doing? He's just gone to sleep in his clothes. Are you sure? Yeah. Now, if I was Ron, what an awful evening. Yeah. I think I'd be going <laughs> taken after being grabbed around the stomach by a spider. Yeah. I think I'd burn my clothes. Yeah. And I think I'd be taking an hour-long Hollyoaks after dark shower. Yeah. Screaming and washing myself. Like Ace Ventura's incredible homophobic reaction to kissing the head of the police. Yeah. He would be, I think Ron would be squirting toothpaste in his mouth, sat in the shower, crying about the experience. Yucca, yucca, pucca, mucca. Uh, Tom. Muh. The spiders are saying this creature is horrible. It's a creature we fear above all others. We don't know it's a basilisk if we're reading this book for the first time. No, no, no. What would if, your suspicion be? If you look at the cover be? of my book, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you bought the new book, you definitely know it's a basilisk. What would you think it might be? A creature that these massive spiders would be scared of. What are spiders uh, scared of? Um, okay. A massive shoe. <laughs> massive shoe. Enormous rolled-up newspaper. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Those, Big bathtub. Those are two funny answers. For me, <laughs> I think it might be like a dragon or something. That'd be my guess. A bad dragon. A bad dragon. And also, this basilic doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. Kill, feed, eat, hungry. You've not eaten anyone. No. What have you been eating? Yeah. You've been looking at people. Is this basilisk that scared that as soon as he hears a witness running down the corridor, like, bloody hell, better get back in me pipe. But actually, anybody it looks at will freeze and die. So I don't get why he's just looking at them a bit and then running off. Oh, I just, yeah, shout. Maybe that's it. 50 years out of the game. That's the problem. Be like us when we get back on stage. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do the show backwards. Can't we? Can't look at you today. <laughs> just Bob, imagine we're doing some funny faces back here. That's what it'll be ring rust. You know, that basilisk has not been out of that chamber. There's only one cure for ring rust. Andrex washlets. <laughs> and a little bit of motor oil. How many old women stood at the bottom of your stairs? <laughs> Are you giving this chapter out of five? Um, it was all right, this chapter. Mm. Um, I do like Aragog. I think it was scary, all the spiders. I like that we've got the car back. Um, I feel like the Moaning Myrtle cliffhanger is not amazing. Um, I think they are... I mean, it's the right conclusion, but I think it's a weird conclusion to jump to. Um, Not great. I'm going to give it two and a half. Old ladies at the bottom of the stairs, (laughs) out of five. Two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half old ladies at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Who are they? What do they want? 
Do they have any pocket money for us? Fingers crossed. Have they got a Worthers? Don't tell your dad. Don't tell your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for me, um, I enjoyed this chapter. Um, some real silly stuff. Mm-hmm. I love inconsistencies. I love <laughs> I love uh, people like strange dialogue. Yeah. Um, this chapter was, as we said, was like you know similar to the Norbert Norwegian Ridgeback one, yeah. and it was terrifying. Mm. I hate spiders. Oof. And I hate Aragog. Yeah. If I could do one thing in the Wizarding World, it would be to kill Aragog. Yeah. But I can tell you what, though, you know what this chapter did do, which you can't deny, it filled me with passion and emotion. It got a rise out of me. Yeah. For that reason, I'm going to give this chapter five little what? old women at the bottom of the stairs out of five. Oh, that's practically the Nolan sisters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you ready for the most tantalising eight-legged quiz you've ever had? I am. <gasps> quiz, 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 Mm. I will, uh, I'll give you a wink and the finger gun. A finger gun? Okay, that's exciting. <laughs> I've had a wink before, but not the finger gun. I'm excited. Right. Question one. Yeah. What colour had the sky and lake turned in the summer? Periwinkle blue. Oh, he's good. I didn't think he'd get it. What were they pruning in herbology? Uh, shrivel figs. That's half a point. Can you give me where they're from? Uh, no, I'll come, come back to me on that one. Okay. Question three. What note did Harry write to Ron? Ooh. Let's do it tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do it tonight. Let's do it. Let's do it tonight. Question four. Mm. What did Fang lift his leg against? Oh... Oh, a sycamore tree. Yes, and it was large. Question five. What is the name of Aragog's wife? Mozag. Right. So where, what were they pruning in herbology? Oh, um, Abyssinian. Shrivel figs. He's gone and done it. Yes! Oh my God, he went and did it. (laughs) Here's your prize, boy. Hey! <laughs> I wasn't expecting the sound effect. Fantastic! Quiz, 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 we're not referring to owl poo. We're not alluding to droppings. We meet the area. Did you standing? We allude to Hedwig's droppings. Oh. What's in a beat this week? I couldn't even sing the oh. theme tune properly because the people of Instagram have spoken. We did a poll, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, for those who don't follow us on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, what are you doing? You get are... on Instagram. You're missing out on voting on meagre 
meaningless things like this. We've got pictures of us. There's polls that we put out. Hey, and if you follow some other people, Instagram will cater your explore page to what you like to see. If you like seeing Harry Potter things, you'll get Harry Potter memes. If you like race cars, you'll get race cars. And if you like big booty bitches, God, hell, you're going to get an an explore page (laughs) for the big booty bitches. That's Instagram's selling point. Yeah, it's all with an algorithm. Did people prefer the quiz or did people prefer Hedwig's drop-ins? Well, it was 68% quiz and 32% droppings. No worry, though. We did another quiz. Oh, yeah. Now, this... Another poll. This is the silver lining to my cloud Mm. because we also did a vote on whether people preferred the chapter rundown or Tom's puerile interruptions of the rundown. And uh, it was actually... (laughs) It was a bit closer... (laughs) But the rundown won with 60% and the interruptions were just behind on 40%. Let me tell you this, I had some family members who they would not vote because they were like, it's bullying to vote in that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next week, uh, we're going to do the big one. Who do you prefer, me or Tom? We'll find out (laughs) next week. Now, I must say, we've had three lovely five-star reviews, all from good friends of the show. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. Pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> now, we've had a review from Abster39, Abby Allen. She says, simply the best. Having seen the Pottervision Boys at Edinburgh a few years ago and thoroughly enjoying the show, I was delighted to discover their podcast. They never fail to make me laugh numerous times in each episode, and I'm also a very proud Baby Draco on their Patreon page. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Abby Allen. What a beautiful review. That's really um, warmed my heart. Lovely. Well, wait from this. We've got another review from Posh Kev, who we know. Mm, Posh Kev. Mm. Who could that be, Posh Kev? Kev. Bit of a nom de plume. PKCJ? I think it's KCJ. Now, I was about to say nom de terre, but it's nom de plume, isn't it? Pom de terre. It's pom de terre, nom de plume. <laughs> uh, so he says, fabulous journey through Wizland. This pod grows from strength to strength. Hilarious chapter-by-chapter journey through the Potter books. Do yourself a favour and tune in. So, guys, if you're listening, do yourself a favour and listen to the Pottervision podcast. <laughs> Thank you. And finally, we've had a lovely review from Lucy Nancy. Who I mm. believe is your Lucy Lou, isn't it? It's my grandmother. She's yeah. 90. <laughs> no. Oh. Opposite. Imagine that, having to change your username every birthday. <laughs> Love this podcast. It's so funny and kept me company during lockdown. It's great reliving the books whilst also hearing the funny comments the boys make. Highly recommend out of all the podcasts out there. Aww. How very bloody lovely. Now, we've had a couple of questions from Ginge Pixel. A couple of cues from GP. Exactly, Gary Price. <laughs> he says, pick a favourite existing spell from the books, a spell you'd like to see in the books, and a spell that you personally would like to use in real life. So, first of all, favourite spell? Septum Semtra. Right, very good. I, I like the Patronus. Oh, I yeah. think that's cool. The idea that each one is individual to you. Yeah. I like that. What would your Patronus be if we asked this? I think I found out it'd be a hedgehog or something. I can't remember. That's very fitting. Yeah. What would you be? I got Black Swan. A Black Swan? Yeah. Like Natalie Portman? Oh, yeah. Ear bomb bomb. 
Fantastic. I don't know. I don't know what that music refers to. Uh, what about a spell that isn't in the books, but you think would be cool? A spell that isn't in the books mm. that would be cool. Yeah. Have we seen any duplication spells? There's the there's like a curse. I think in the final one when they sneak into Bellatrix Lestrange's well, that's vault. That's to a fault. Yes, but they do, they duplicate. Yeah, don't it's, they? it's like infinite. Geminio, I think it's, it's called. In, in like duplicating to infinity. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, say, if you came round here and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's a nice t-shirt. Well, mine one myself." Yeah, and I could just duplicate one and have Ooh. one for myself. That'd be good. Duplicato. That'd be good. I think. Uh, well, I think what'd be really good was not because they already have a potion, don't they? The Veritas Serum, which makes you tell the truth. Mm-hmm. But I would like a spell that. Just says if someone's telling you lies or not, you know. Like, someone, oh yeah, yeah. Th- you know, this normally costs about you know three hundred pounds to fix. You want to start reading people's body language, Porky Piggo? No, it's, uh, babe. You've already got the spell in your hand. It's that uh, I've done it before. Yeah, you point in someone's face and say you did that, <laughs> and then you see what they do. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You're a liar. You gotta point people out. If you call them yeah. a liar, they'll. Uh, They'll uh, admit it. I was and uh, and finally a spell from the Harry Potter books that you'd like to use in real life. A spell from the Harry Potter books was mm-hmm. in the Wizarding World. We've got Harry Potter, Hermione, and the rest that I would like to use in real life. Mm-hmm. See, I always confuse Harry Potter and um, Life of Brian. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, is biggest dick as a spell. <laughs> Incontinentia buttocks. <laughs> Bigth, dickth. As a child, that was my favourite scene. Just because of how stupid it is. <laughs> yeah, um, bigger stickers, that's a good one. Um, no, uh, what would I like? I don't know. Food that cooks itself. The Weasleys always have something going on there. Oh, yeah, charm your own cheese. Mm. How about you, dear friend? I would. I think I would like to use the polyjuice potion. The idea of becoming somebody for an hour just as a prank. Or being daft, or getting yourself into VIP yeah. locations. I'd like to be invisible. Is that a, is that an option? I think so. Yeah. Or animagus, you know, turning yourself into an animal. Ooh, what animal would you like to a be? Orangutan, swing round the roofs of Manchester. Oh yeah, peeping through people's uh, yeah. windows, staring through the locks. Is that t- Tom Lawrence at my window with his orange locks? Can you rhyme locks with locks? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I'd like to be one of those lantern fish. You know, they're, they're like black, but they've got a big lantern light and then the fish get attracted to the light and then they ah, they get them. You'd like to live so far beneath the ocean. Yeah. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> what, 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 what? And finally, there's a question for me from Ginge Pixie. He says, for Lucas, if you could cast a spell on Tom Ooh. for when he's interrupting the chapter rundowns, <laughs> what would you choose? Septum Centra, I bet. Something like that. Maybe a Vatacadabra. I don't know. No, what would I use on you? I think it'd just be the one where you have to dance or something. Tarantalegra or the tickly one. Is that Rictum Sempra? I'd have a bigger interruption. You, mouth agape, staring yeah. at me dancing. Oh. You'd barely get the rundown out. Yeah, that's true. Drool dripping down your chin. Yeah. Eyes wide open. Yeah. You look like a sex doll. <laughs> Well, what about, uh, well, this may you look like a sexy doll. I could do Petrificus Totalus. Mm. May you suddenly stiffen up and fall on the floor. Petrificus Totalus. Yeah. Yes, please. 
That would be that bad, Pacificus Totalis, because you just fall asleep and go, I'm going to make the most of this. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. some Z's in. Get some Z's in, and then in a few hours, wake up with a head injury. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you to everybody for getting in touch. And if you haven't already or have a question for next week, please do. Pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com. You can go to pottervision.com and just send us a message on there. Or talk, talk to us via the various social media outlets. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. This has been the Potter Vision Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, please do. You can go to the website, pottervision.com, and find us on social media, Potter Vision, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm. And also, if you want to get bonus content, we've got our 2019 live show recording on Patreon. We've got bonus episodes where we're mm. looking at other books from the Harry Potter universe and loads more stuff as well. Key rings, posters, all sorts of stuff. Catch us on patreon.com slash pottervision next week. We've only got three chapters to go. It's episode 33, and it'll be chapter 16, The Chamber of Secrets. That's the actual name of the chapter. You've been Tom Lawrenson. And you've been Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision.